Hello, phraseologers. My name is Day, and welcome to our third episode. As we go through the pandemic, we are utilizing the technology to socialize, educate, and work. How does technology affect our traditions, customs, and cultures? Let us all find out. Let us clarify first the difference among the culture, the custom, and the tradition. The culture is how a group of people live in terms of their beliefs, their values, behavior, and symbol that they use in which is being passed along from one generation to the next. One good example of the culture is when some people in Asia are bowing their heads to greet someone who are older or superior to them. It is the same thing as using po and opo in every statements of the Filipino children whenever they are talking to the elders. The custom, on the other hand, is the usual practice of behavior or belief to a group of people. An example of the custom is when we are commemorating an important event in our lives which was taking place in the past, such as the Independence Day. For example, commemorating the Independence Day from the day that we held our freedom until now is a tradition. It is the same thing as celebrating Christmas all these years. Now, have you ever thought of the tradition, culture, and custom that you should keep? Or do you think you can share one family custom that has been passing down to the younger generation of your family? Did you also realize how huge do modernization and innovation affect the practice of our tradition? For example, some children don't want to participate in a commemoration or celebration of an important event, not only at home but also in our society. What I think makes it hard for them to practice the tradition that we have been doing? Do you think we can still persuade them? The worst part of the technology is when we get hurt by the social media or the online games, which limits our social and physical activities. On the other hand, we are also using the innovation to educate, socialize, work, and entertain ourselves. But remember, it's not healthy to use them much. In the era of innovation and modernization, where everything is pushed a button away, we claim that we are busier than before, so we don't have much time for our family and friends. At some point, the innovation is taking us away from doing things that we used to do. 
Can you still persuade the younger generation to continue the tradition that we used to do? Can you still make them believe of a superstition that you once believed when you were younger? Well, the answer will rely on how you raise your children. But you also have to remember that the virtual world is way bigger than the real world where we live in. And this is the place where impossible becomes possible. This is such an interesting topic. Somehow, as you listened, there are few words that you might misunderstand. So, let us move on to the vocabulary. A commemoration is a ceremony given to remember a significant person or event, such as the Independence Day. A festival is a usual event to gather and celebrate by a community centering on the aspect of its religion and culture, such as La Tomatina in Spain and Arirang Festival in South Korea. A holiday is not your weekend off, but instead a day in which you are exempted from work or study in celebration or commemoration of an event, festival, or occasion. An occasion is a special event that is happening or that is planned to celebrate, such as the graduation day and the birthday. Now that we've learned about the vocabulary, let us check the sentence guide. When we are expressing an event that we want to remember, we follow the sentence pattern in commemoration of plus event. For example, in commemoration of the Independence Day, we are raising our flag as the symbol of our freedom. Now, do you commemorate anything in your country? In addition, when we are expressing the things that we usually did in the past and continuously happening until now, which cause an effect in the present and points out the time that we have spent doing it, we use the sentence guide, have been doing. Again, it's have been doing. I have been teaching English for 16 years. She has been living in Spain since January. Now, let's construct few sentences by answering these questions. Number one, which tradition and culture of yours have you been practicing at home? And number two, how long have you been playing a mobile game? so much for listening and i hope you learned a lot don't forget to spread our advocacy by sharing this episode hit the subscribe button and thumbs up see you next time and have